Mm. <laughs> that was I great. I did not even plan that. Hello and welcome to Dinner Views. I'm Matthew Francis and this is the finale episode of season one for Dinner Views. And if you still don't know, Hopefully by this point you do, because it's, what, episode 11 now? But it's a show where I cook a dream dinner for my incredible friends who live here in Hollywood, and then I interview them about their life, their career, and their views on the world. And so, for our very special season finale, I have an amazing guest. Pop on up, Alex Traeger. Ah, hello. <laughs> Thank you for having me. I'm honored Thank to be you. the fin finale. Finale. Wait, I was going to say, like, the finalist. The finalist. You're, you're, you're the, <laughs> the grand finale, finale guest. Yes. The grand finale guest. Yeah. Um, save the best for last, right? <laughs> You've had some amazing guests on here. Yeah. I'm just happy to be a part of it. I'm happy to eat. Yes. And I'm happy to hang out with you. Of course. Um, so the first thing, before we go into any of like, the segments that I have for the show, mm -hmm. is I play... Um, uh, I just want you to kind of introduce yourself a little bit more. Okay. okay? So give me like an abridged life story of Alex Traeger <gasps> for those who may not know it already. <laughs> it's so hard to abridge my life story. I know. But um, I'll try. Uh, so I... I'm Alex. I uh, am from the Bay. I'm literally starting from the. I'm already not abridging this. That's fine. I was born at 8:03 a.m. <laughs> no. Um. I mean, Matthew and I used to be co-workers yep, at did. Tasty. Mm -hmm. We were both producers, so we we did the same job. Yeah. I have just always loved cooking, and mm -hmm. I've always loved food. Um. You already know this life story well. But, that's fine. That's fine. Um. I've always just loved to cook. It was just always like kind of like a hobby of mine. I never really anticipated going into a professional. A professional. Yeah. I studied science in college in Los Angeles. I kind of thought I was gonna go into like nursing or something mm -hmm. like that. And while I was in college, I just started a food blog for fun, and I was doing that. Mm -hmm. And then, literally like two weeks before I graduated, I was like. I don't want to do this. Like, I want to be in food and yeah. I want to cook. My parents loved that. <laughs> no, but they were like, you know, it's just like, well, like you just studied this whole... What are you doing? Thing. What are you doing? But yeah. um, I've also always loved to travel my whole life. So once I graduated, because I did graduate, but um, I decided to move to Sweden. I moved there as an au pair, but then I quickly started working as a food stylist there. And that was really awesome. That's when I started to actually think of it like a possible career yeah after like exactly a year after having moved to sweden i got the job at tasty as an intern i mm -hmm. like did all my interviews through skype i was very surprised i've gotten the position but <laughs> i moved immediately back like within a week and i started working and mm -hmm. literally have not stopped since so it's yeah. been three years now and i don't know i still like pinch myself that this is all happening happened and yeah. I don't know it's all kind of weird and crazy but crazy journey it all kind of fell into place yeah. so I'm just gonna go in with the flow yeah. and, and riding the wave yeah and it's working really well for you I mean yeah. obviously like um so we did work together yeah. you're incredible at what you do oh, and I, of course everyone who well thank you <laughs> everyone who like has seen you on Tasty everyone knows that about you um but like some things like I loved about you is you know so you were um like a fellow when I was an intern so you were like my yeah. mentor yeah and so like, I learned a lot from you yeah. and you were like you were there for me when like I was like I don't know what I'm doing for sure and so like it was really great to like and 
not only because like as I was learning and growing, like yeah. seeing you grow and evolve and yeah. change was really exciting, and and now we're like grizzled old yeah, like heads. And that's so funny though because like you came in and yeah, I was like teaching you the tasty way, but like you know you had this fancy you know culinary degree, um, and I'm like you know the one on tasty who just kind of like wings everything, I guess. Yeah. Like, um, but again, that's what I always say is so great about you know our team was yeah. that like we had so many a mix it's like a puzzle piece you know yeah. we all kind of fit together and yeah. um i've learned so much from you um, and you know maybe i've taught him a thing or two no well probably not but no um, from you i've learned a lot of things i've learned to like live in the moment <laughs> just like accept life go with the flow and um the way when you shoot videos is very beautiful and it flows really well and that's taught me a lot about video creation yeah and that's like crazy though because i like came into it with neither a culinary degree or a film degree Mm -hmm. whereas most people on the team have one or the other yeah um and so it was a lot about like just figuring it out Mm -hmm. and trusting that i could do it Mm -hmm. um because i believed i could and i convinced them that I could yeah. and that's how I got the job and I did yeah. and I think like if I had not trusted in myself in that way like I wouldn't be where I am today and like I kind of just knew it was like just tell me what buttons to push and I'll do it yeah. and like someone who's gone to film school is probably like rolling in their grave yeah, like, yeah. it's not just a button but like sometimes it is just a button exactly. and sometimes it is just like a leap of faith in the end though it, it matters that you work really hard and you did the job well. And yeah. that's what people will, will, will yeah. remember you for. So never count yourself short. You know, I am a short girl. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so that was a nice, not so short, abridged life story, but that's oh, okay. Was that, was that longer than everyone else's? Yeah, I but that's okay. I just talk a lot. I'm but that's, sorry. No, no, guys. no. It's fine. You know, it's totally like, it's a big ask of me to, to have people short down their whole life. But There's so um, much that is missing in between. My emo phase. <laughs> you want wow. me to get into some things? I can get into some you have things. To like, you have to like sh- um, send me some like email photos of you as a teenager. No, I didn't really have an email. Oh. I had a tomboy phase though, for sure. Oh, nice. Yeah. So the next thing okay. is this is a segment that I call fast food favorites. Oh, God. All right? And because I think that through like people's favorite foods or like their food memories, you can learn a lot about them, right? Mm-hmm. So you're going to reach into this pot and you're going to pull out these like names of food items, so like mm-hmm. lettuce. And you're gonna tell me the favorite flavor of each of them. Oh, flavor? I was gonna be like flavor of lettuce, water. <laughs> no, like, as in like, like you know, no, okay, like iceberg. kale or something. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, got it, got it. And then, um, and you're trying to do as many as you can and beat the other guests. So it's about how many I can get through. Yes. Oh man, you I want... hope I don't say something stupid like what I. Oh, talk. people do all the time, but oh, really? but, but see, that, <laughs> the point, the, but the point isn't to be, to be correct. It's to be, it's like revealing of who you are, right? So whatever you yeah, say, okay. it, like really says a lot about you, which is interesting. And what we're okay. here to like dive into, who, who is Alex? <laughs> Who right? is she? I don't even know, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Who is this girl? Um, okay, so you have one minute. Wait. Oh, God. No. Three, two, one, go. Lettuce, kale. That's wrong. I, I like I like arugula. Uh, dairy item. Mmm. Cheese. Candy. Uh, sour watermelons. Uh, pasta sauce. Mm, Alfredo. No, cream. No, the pink one. Um, chocolate bar. All of um, Ghirardelli, like caramel, like salted caramel one. Uh, bread, uh, like all the bread, like literally all the bread. Uh, smoothie, like a berry, mixed berry. Mm. Um, Last Supper, um, a burger, pizza toppings, oh, sausage and cheese all the way, or Hawaiian. Spice, um, cinnamon. Oil, um, 
olive oil, fruit, um, mangoes, dessert, um, mango sticky rice, chip flavor, barbecue, sushi, all the sushi, but like, uh, no, spicy tuna rice, crispy rice, burger topping, uh, eggs, um, mm. salad toppings, mm, croutons, because salad sucks. Stop. Oh. <laughs> Okay, let's count them up. How much? Is Here. this good or bad? Well, okay, so the, the leader right now is Jaleesa. With how many? 24. No, this doesn't look like 24. Let's here, count up. Let's see okay. what we got. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. Damn! 70. Okay, so that's like that's like high middle, I would say. <laughs> Average is like... Around, I really don't like losing. Um, I like to win. That's one thing about me. I'm like very competitive. I'm going to write that down. Dang. But that just means. But I stumbled a lot. No, you know, I did. I did mess that one up. That's the. I mean, Jaleesa came in with a plan. She's like, I saw this. I know what I'm gonna do. Oh, I'm she gonna, did. She okay. was like, yeah. So like, I think that just means you have to come back for another time in the future, right? Like, should I put this back? Um, yeah, it's fine. Okay. Um, and one of the most interesting like ones that you think I think you mentioned was um your favorite burger topping is an egg. Interesting. Okay, yeah. I don't think enough people know this, and I would like to tell the world: put a fried egg on your burger. Yeah. And. It will change your life. I mean, I also like saucy things. Yeah, yeah. So when the yolk breaks yeah. and it mixes with everything and it's just like fatty and delicious yeah. and it gets all over and I just love it. Yeah. Because like, I've heard of, um, like I have I love eggs on my burger too, but I just never thought of it as a topping, but obviously it is. Yeah. And like, that's just a real, because I, you know, eggs are amazing I know, like literally, I mean, I don't, I just love burgers and I don't always put an egg because it's kind of like it. Burgers are already indulgent, and then you're really like pushing it with yeah, that. Yeah. But there's like times where you're just like, oh, like a burger with an egg. There's nothing like it. I have like a favorite burger place at home, and they don't serve mm. eggs. So I pick up the burger, I bring it home, I fry an egg, I put it on, and then I eat it. I I approve of that. I like yeah. when people like make it their own. So I that's good. Perfect. Um, okay, so that was fast food favorites. Love it. Great job. So fun. Um, the next. Uh, wine. Wine. <laughs> now you're speaking my language. Because, so the next um, segment is called. Chug. No. <laughs> Maybe I should be the next one. But Dang it. It's, it's called uh, What App? And, but, while, but while I um, serve the appetizer, you get to answer questions from social media apps. Get it? Ooh. Yeah. So, but here's some wine, okay? Yes, we have fill a her up. Nice Chardonnay. I do love Chardonnay. Yes. Because. It's so buttery. Like some people really don't like Chardonnay and I'm like, why? It's like a stick of butter in a glass. Yeah. And I love me some butter. Okay. I'm so eager to drink. Yeah. Cheers. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Of course. Yum. Yum. So for you, Alex, your appetizer is going to be the wine. That's the only appetizer you need, right? Right. And with, with my I, choice of appetizer. I was gonna say, with you and with me, we could really go through a lot of wine. Oh, we can, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so let me pull up these questions for you. And these were submitted by some people from my Instagram, which is Matthew Francis J, and some from yours, let's say mostly from yours, <laughs> Major Traeger. Yeah, Major Traeger. Which, funny story, people always ask me why. Oh, yeah, let us I'm know. Why Major, why Major Traeger? Major Traeger. Fun fact, I don't think I've told this before, but oh. I know. Um, uh, in college, I was obsessed with Major Lazer, the like artist group. I don't have no idea who they They're are. They're like a, an electronic dance hall group. Okay. Um, and I love to dance, and so I just loved 
Major Lazer so much because they always say Major Lazer and one of my friends said Major Trago oh, and wow. I was like oh my god like because it was like it was perfect so I changed my Instagram immediately and it's been like that ever since yeah, yeah. I was like maybe I should change it to like Alex or yeah. something but then I was like nah like it fits your personality yeah Traeger. it like, fits your personality yeah. it's very you you're major so. I'm major Trago yeah. do you so still follow the happens. band are you still like into them I mean I'm not as like obsessed as I was. I saw them at Coachella actually, uh-huh. um, which was so fun because it was like a throwback. But no, now it's just kind of like me. <laughs> yeah, major. I like it. Okay, so here's some questions. Okay, have a sip of wine before this. Yeah, happens. you might need it. <laughs> Hopefully, you like weed out some of the bad questions. So let's start off easy with food. Okay, so okay. what are your favorite dishes to cook? That's hard to say because yeah. I am like whenever someone says like what can you cook, it's yeah. like. I can cook anything because yeah. I just like to cook. Yeah. I don't know. I guess for myself, mm-hmm. I try to remain pretty healthy when I cook for myself mm-hmm. because I feel like in the food industry, I'm sure you know, like you're around food and you eat a lot of food all day. So I feel like I have to, when I'm cooking for myself, have to kind of like tone it down. Yeah. And I'm also all about just like easy meals, especially when you're cooking all day. You're just like, for me, I just want to get something done. Yeah. So I do a lot of like semi-homemade stuff. Yep. Like I'm obsessed with Trader Joe's. I think everything that they make is just so fantastic. Uh, so cauliflower rice that they have like already done. So I'll do like a stir fry with that. Chicken or like I'll make myself steak. Yeah. A lot of like high protein. Like I do a lot of like meat. We eat kind of similar. Like a lot of like we eat both like a lot of meat and a lot of veggies. Veggies. Yeah. yeah. Meat and veggies. I'm like that's like where you kind of keep it balanced. Yeah. So that's some good dishes that you cook. Yeah. But nothing like you, Matthew. <laughs> like, <laughs> he like literally will whip something up for lunch. Yeah. Like, with scraps. Like, I'm just like, where did this even come from? Who inspires you? Like, is there a certain person out there who's like your uh, idol? Um, I, I know this is like so overdone, but like, I love Oprah so much. Like, I just, I mean, she's so inspiring. You yeah. can't deny it. She's no. so inspiring. She knows exactly how to speak. I mean, <laughs> she knows how to speak, but like, yeah. you know, she knows what to say in every situation, just like that. And she's so insightful and she's so calm and, and calm and just like also just loves bread and like food. And I love that about her. And she's yeah. like funny and just lives her own life. And I don't know, I just love her so much. But my mom mm. and my aunts, mm. like as a unit, I love them so much. They're, you know, they've been such a big part of my life specifically like my aunt pam mm-hmm. who is a chef and oh, wow was huge inspiration to me growing up and we always joke that like we're like the same person oh cute all my aunts they all are just hilarious and like yeah. crazy and loud but also just like very strong women yeah i can see who that. i've always looked up to they do what they want and they yeah. don't take anything <laughs> Can I swear? Uh, yeah, <laughs> bullshit. yeah. I think we'll they don't take any bull. Beep. You can say it. Bullshit. Bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> and uh-huh. they are all this like unit of strong women sisters. They are just amazing people, and they inspire me every day. I like that. Love them. Cool. For you, what are deal breakers in a relationship? Whew. Okay. So. Because we've had some private conversations, oh, but we I'm, have, I'm, yeah. in general, what a are your thoughts? Deal breaker. It's hard to think of like a deal breaker versus like what I am looking for. Mm. Well, start, um, start there. What do you, what, what I guess maybe for? that means I'm more of a positive person. Yeah. I don't really think yeah. of like, you know, yeah. glass full. And stuff. No, I mean, I think a deal breaker would be, well, first, if someone's just like a jerk. Yeah. Or if someone's like yeah. conservative. 
<laughs> I mean, kind of fair. Um, no, if someone, if someone's a jerk, if someone makes me feel inadequate in any way, that's a good one. Um, or less than, mm-hmm. it's all one-sided, and I'm the one putting in all the effort. It's such a turnoff because I've done that before, and it. I have so much to give, and yeah. I know that about yeah. myself, and I want to give it, but it bites me in the butt because when you give, 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 people, I think it's just kind of natural to take. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you live and you learn, but like I think at some point you realize like you just don't have anything more to give, and yeah. it depletes you as a person. And yeah. I think like now I'm more aware of that, and I. And I try to, you know, cap myself. But yeah, I don't know. So those are big deal breakers just because I've like had to deal with those yeah. issues a lot in the past. But yeah, I mean, I mean, mostly when I'm dating, I'm looking at like what I want rather yeah. than like what I don't want. Oh, this is the big one. Here's okay. the big uh, one. Here's the big one. I realize. Like, I know I'm a person who's a lot. Mm-hmm. And I know that about myself. But anyone who tries to um, change me and tries mm. to... Um, Dim, dim my light. Yeah. Is that a, a yeah, way to say? Yeah, definitely. It? I've been with so many people who say like, be a little bit quieter, like do a little bit less, like, and and it it turns out it it, it in turn makes me feel like they're embarrassed of me. Yeah. And I want to be exactly who I am, and I yeah. do not change myself for anyone. So it's like immediately if someone starts to say like, oh, like just do less or like do it, like I'm like not nah, like Good. I don't know. Yeah. And, and I've always tried to operate as like exactly who I am in all facets of my life and yeah. I think it should be no different in dating. Because then, because if they are trying to dim your light, right, then they're not really like in love or with me. With you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If, I, if they want to change who I am, then like, then it's find not someone else. me. I need to find someone else. And it's hard. I mean, yeah. because specifically for me, I know I'm a lot and I know yeah. it's going to take Maybe a minute for me to find someone who can handle all of this, because it's then, a lot. But, but but then they, um, if they can handle you, then they earned you. You know what I mean? Like and that's a good yeah. Yeah, good and it's like and you, yeah. you should. I mean, you should wait for someone who's willing for to do sure. that. For yeah. sure. And like I've been in relationships where I have changed. You're not developing a relationship with someone as your true self. Yeah. And so it will never work. No, never. And maybe in the moment it feels good, but it will never. You have to think of the long term, which is hard for me because I'm like, live in the moment. Yeah, this feels so good. Like, I want it to last. We're both Aries like that. Yeah, but then you've got to be like, "Mm." hold out for the long haul. Yeah, you think, I'm I'm not good about thinking about long term, but you need to think about long term. But that's a good, that's a good deal breaker. It's like, they should be, yes, and they should be into you as a person. Exactly. What would you like to be known for? Oh, man. You know, I couldn't have answered this question maybe even a year ago, but I do at least right now maybe this will change Mm -hmm. um i love how people respond to me being goofy and not taking life too seriously and laughing a lot at a lot of like things and randomly maybe i shouldn't be laughing at but like i've always just been this way and some people are like always ask me like how are you so happy all the time why are you so happy i'm not happy all the time like i'm human I experience human emotions and I'm sad sometimes, but I think like I really try to remain pretty positive and I try to laugh through hard times um, and happy times. Um, but being on camera, which is something I didn't really know I was ever gonna do, yeah. um, and I've tried to remain like exactly myself on yeah. camera, yeah. Um, I didn't even expect people to be like, wow, this girl 
laughs a lot. And whether they're saying that as like, why is this girl laughing so much? Or like, oh my God, Alex is laughing all the time. I love that people hold on to that because yeah. if I can just brighten anyone's day yeah. who's having a hard time or who's sad or just needs a break from life or just wants to laugh or anything, like I feel like that is all I've asked for. So you, like, want, you want to be known for just like bringing joy. Bringing joy. Yeah. Like, you know, and whether that's through food, which I love too, and I love sharing that, but like there's so much more that I love too. Like yeah. food is definitely my main thing, but like travel and, you know, like fashion and beauty and fun and like lifestyle and vlogging and whatever, like I want to do it all. Mm -hmm. And if I can just bring joy through any of those like platforms or mediums or whatever, that's all I can do. Well, you're already doing it. So it's like... I hope so. Yeah. I just think it's just... Now we're, you know, this is a whole larger conversation, but yeah. like you're on a path where like you're doing what you want, you're figuring yeah. out what you don't want, which yeah. is important, and I think that just gonna lead you to more joy, which is exciting. I hope so. Maybe people are laughing at me. Maybe they're laughing with me. I don't think me. so. No, but like genuinely, if they're laughing at me, I'm fine with it too, mm -hmm. as long as people are laughing. Like yeah. I love it. Yeah. Well, one thing like we always say, um, like all of Alex's friends, like a lot of times you can like hear her voice and her laugh enter the room <laughs> yeah, before she enters the room. Yeah. yeah. I know. My voice really carries like, yeah. through everything. I get yelled at a lot for being too loud. My voice has dropped like three octaves. Is it, yeah, it's deeper. It's deeper because I think I talk so much and I'm so loud and it's like getting raspier. People are like meet me and they're like, wow, your voice is so raspy. And I'm like, didn't you say <laughs> Uh, where do you see yourself in five to ten years? Oh, Lord, I don't know. I literally don't know, but I'm okay with not knowing. That's, I think that's better. Yeah. Like, I think because I'm, I'm someone that gets, like, debilitated with options. Yeah. And I get, like, I feel like I have to plan something. Yeah. But I think it, a lot, in a lot of ways, holds me back. Yeah. It's like, I wish I, I could be yeah. more like that. And no, so you just, I'm, like, go with life. I'm very much a go-with-lifer. I'm yeah. very much spontaneous. I make big, crazy decisions in an instant and I'll be like, once it's in my head, there's no going back and I have to do it. I guess, backstory, when I was 16, yeah. I decided I want to move to Australia. When I was 16, yeah. Wow, okay. So I like talked to my school, my high school, about letting me transfer credits to Australia and I moved for a semester. Wow. And I figured it out myself. Like there was no program at my school, I just wanted to do it. Yeah. Um, and I think that, I mean, I've always been kind of like impulsive and crazy. And you're, and you're like very self-starter. You're you're very much a yeah. Kind of thing. My parents have always been so supportive. If they're watching this, they are probably watching. They watch literally everything I do. Oh, do they really? Every single thing. Sometimes I'm like, God, did you find this? My parents could not care less. Oh no, they like literally watch everything, which I, you know, sometimes I'm like, oh, don't watch that, but like they do. Um, but yeah, no, they've always been so supportive of me and my decisions and so when I came to them after I graduated and I said like hey I want to move to Sweden they were like they weren't even surprised they're like okay like yeah. you know if you want to figure it out sure yeah. and so I did and I genuinely do not believe that I would be where I am today if I hadn't made those crazy decisions because they were always decisions that were based on my instincts and my gut yeah like always and I yeah. I'm making a lot of big decisions lately and I'm still like sticking with my gut. Yes. And sometimes like when you grow up, you question that. Yeah. You know, that's why kids are so fun and cool and crazy and, you know, do what they want because they don't question their gut. 
their gut. Whenever you make a decision that's on your own gut, even if you falter, you make a mistake, yeah. you never regret those no. decisions. You only ever regret things in life when they weren't when your you choice. Didn't. Yeah. And I know, and I know, and I know that like exactly what you said, like if I look back and this was the one time I didn't trust my gut, I would so regret it, yeah. you know? And it's like, yeah, you fail or you fall or you make a mistake, but like that's what life's about. Yeah. And like at the end of the day, if you're doing what you think you need to do if you're doing what serves you or what is right for you then that's all you can do in that's life. all you can do yeah. yeah and like yeah sometimes my decisions are a little bit more wild or crazy but like I've never regretted like moving to Australia yeah. and like meeting amazing friends there that I still call like my sisters yeah. when I haven't seen them in like five years yeah. and like moving to Sweden and starting my career in the food industry that I didn't ever know I would fall into. Yeah. And all of these crazy wild decisions that I've made have brought me to where I am today. And, you know, maybe I'll keep making crazy weird decisions. Maybe. I hope no, so. No, I, I will. But will. like, and hopefully they don't leave me astray. No, like, I think it's, if, if things keep going, it's just going to get better and better yeah. and better. So in five, ten years, your answer can just be, you'll see. For sure. And that's why I'm like, I'm totally fine with not knowing where I am in five and ten years. I can't even tell you where I'm going to be in six months. Like, I literally can't tell you. And I'm fine with it. I'm Amazing. Fine with it. To me, that's inspiring, actually. Oh, thank you. Um, but, like, I won't even know where I am in a week. <laughs> I'm literally like, I have no fucking... No, sorry. I have no clue. I have no clue. That's okay. Um, okay, well then, thank you for answering all the questions. Now it's time to eat. It's I'm so excited. time to eat. And um, while well, I'm going to get the food... And when I'm giving you your dream dish, you have to dish for us about a secret that no one knows about you, mm. or like tell us like a subject that like the world should know more about. Okay. Okay. So think about that. I'll be right back. What do I want to talk about? So okay. So right here in front of us, we're having um, roasted chicken with a panzanella salad, and it comes like this is like a version of uh, Zuni's Cafe, mm -hmm. which is a place that you grew up yeah. near. So give us the down low on. Um, on Zuni's Cafe. Yeah, so I grew up near San Francisco, California. This is actually one of my favorite restaurants. It's called Zuni, and they are very famous. So Judy Rogers is a very famous chef, and she um, has this delicious roasted chicken recipe that is uh, Zuni's like classic dish. So you get like a whole roasted chicken and this panzanella salad which has like the drippings from the chicken mm -hmm. and it is just like the most delicious, juicy, like you can't go to Zuni and get anything else like, mm. but this meal. And so I used to go here all the time with my family. Um, panzanella is just the best kind of salad because it's literally bread salad. Yeah. And I don't really like salad much, but I love bread. As you know, I love all kinds of bread. Same. So it's just like, bread salad so that's way better than lettuce salad and yeah so and this is just like one of my favorite meals i mean i don't have it often zuni is a hard place to get into oh is it um, really yeah i mean it's like yeah it's a really like famous restaurant um so yeah and, I, and i'm actually not home that often it's funny because i feel like people who are from further out of town go home more often than i do and not to say that i i don't love home i love my home mm -hmm. but it's just like I feel like when you live really close to your home, it's like you're just like, oh, it's there. Want some chicken juice? Ah. Yeah, you gotta get the chicken juice. Get that chicken juice on there. Oh. 
Um, there we go. But when, I don't know, when you live like close to your home, you're like, oh, it's like right there. And so you like don't end up going home. Yeah. You know, I and, don't know if and, that's a thing. And but. your hometown, is it is it San Francisco? It's, so I'm from like 20 minutes south of San Francisco. Got it. So it's more of like a suburb, but like 25 or 30 minutes south of San Francisco. Same, same. Yeah, same, same. So it's like, that's my big city. Gotcha. That we would go to. But um, I'm from like Silicon Valley more area. Got it. Um, and yeah, so I mean, this might not be a perfect replication, but I hope it's no, similar it enough. No, it smells and looks delicious. Okay, good. And I'm also like, I love that your favorite green is um, arugula. I know. Arugula. I remember when I said kale, I was like, no, kale is not my favorite green. Good. It just came out of my mouth. That's why I said, I was. am I going to say something dumb? It was kale. Kale was dumb. <laughs> but also, uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, arugula. I love arugula because it's, it's a little so bitter. Like, it's a little bit bitter, a little bit peppery. Yeah. Really good with meat too. So that's why it's. Um, For sure. Okay. I'm gonna have a bite so this yes, I'm so try hungry. it. Please try it. Let me know what you think. Mm. Roasted chicken with panzanella salad. It's so good. Is it okay? And, and then, it's like it's simple. Like that's what was really hard because I was like, when Matthew asked me to be a part of this. Yeah. I was like, you know, I was like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know what I want. Like, you can have anything. I was like, trying to think of the best thing. Yeah. And. It's so hard because, like, I love so many foods, but, like, then I just, like, remembered my love for just, like, roasted chicken and this panzanelle salad, which is literally just, like, bread and arugula, mm. and there's just, like, nothing like it, mm -mm. you know? So thank you for letting me experience this again. Good. But, like, still, you got to go to Zuni. Like, I know. I want to. It's, it's an amazing restaurant. If you're in San Francisco, I mean, if you're in San Francisco, you've heard of it. But, like, if you travel to San Francisco, go get yourself some roasted chicken at Zuni. It's now, like the staple of the city. Um, <laughs> but see, this is why I like this show. Because people are like, you know, when you're around food and you're chowing down, you're your most... Let me tell you. Let me just tell you. Your most real self. No. I am always... The most, and I've heard this from my friends. Yeah. I'm like a very unattractive eater because I am so into the food. Like, mm -hmm. I just like go for it and I take too big of bites. And that's what's so funny is that like, I've had to really be on camera eating a lot in mm -hmm. the past year. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh God, like this is not cute. Like this isn't my thing. So I've tried to like tame it down, but I just can't help myself. Like I just like, when I see food, and that's what's like so great, and I'm sure they're the same way. It's just yeah. like kind of weird. My mom is kind of like this. There's some oh. people who like don't get that much joy out of eating. Oh, I have. I had a friend, or not a friend. Yeah, he's not my friend at all. He was. A, <laughs> a, he was a friend. He he's not my friend. He didn't like food, so he's not my friend at all. He was like a person from like high school. And like I, when I said I, you know, I want to go into food professionally, he was just like, "What a waste of like your time." I was no, like, "It's crazy." Like people, and people are like, people are just like robotic with food. They yeah, just, and I'm like, my mom. I'm like, how did I come out of her? But like. Yeah. She is someone who's like, sign me up for a shake that has all of my nutrients and all of my things so I don't have to think about it. Drink it in a day and you're done. And I'm like, how could you ever? I'm like, kill me. That would, how could you kill ever me. do that? No. Like, I can't understand. Well. Mm. <laughs> that was I great. I did not even plan that. <laughs> I 
sisters, like, what, what is wrong with me? ASMR. I don't know. <laughs> this is delicious, Matthew. Yeah, good. Right? Because what I like about panzanella, because some people are very wrong and they think panzanella is just like salad with croutons. Mm -mm. It's so different. So different. Because if you have croutons, they're supposed to be crunchy all the way through. Panzanella, you can You want like, the soggy? Yes. It should be a little bit crispy on the outside, a little bit of a crunch when you first yeah. bite, but then it should be soft, bready on the inside. Mm. It like soaks up all the juices. Yes. Of everything. And so the bread is like so much better. I like, spilled. I think I literally. Oh, don't worry. I'm probably spilling everywhere. <laughs> I think I, in the quiz thing, I said like croutons. Yeah. But I actually really don't like croutons because they're just so crunchy and just like do yeah. nothing for me. Yeah, this is better. But like, yeah, it's not that I don't like bread. It's just like, like croutons kind of suck. But like panzanella, mm. like get yourself some panzanella. Try it if you haven't. It's it's way better than croutons. Agreed. And you know how you do it um, differently cook-wise? Hmm? So when you do croutons... You put them in the oven at like, oh yeah, no, uh, like a you know a normal like maybe 350, 400, and they go for about 10 to 15 minutes, so they dry out completely. Whereas with panzanella, you season it the same, olive oil, salt, pepper, but you put it at like at a higher temp, like maybe like broiling, mm -hmm. and then once it's like the outside's char, you take it out and then you like leave it in big chunks like that, and you rip yeah. it, rip yeah. it apart. That way, it's still bready on the inside. Mm. Like you don't cut like little cubes, uh, for panzanella. No, um, no little cubes here. But yeah, so like here, I'll give a little like recap on how I made it because, so she sent me a recipe from the San Francisco Chronicle, which I'm like, great. I'm sure it's really authentic. They probably got, <laughs> it, from, they probably got it from the recipe, yeah. from the cookbook itself, from the restaurant. But man, um, reading that was a chore. It was like, it was so confusing to um, kind of break down how they were doing it. Oh, really? And it was very, it was very specific to like one person's kitchen and one oh, person wow. I assumed it was like a good source no no, no it's, it's good for me because then I broke it down and I think when I make the recipe video and when I have like the text for it it'll be really easy for other people to understand which is okay. great so they make it at home but it was, it was just like so very very specific to like one lady's pan or like one like one like the person who wrote it I feel like was like very specific to her mm -hmm. and I was like this won't work for everyone. So I think I kind of made it easier to understand. Mm -hmm. But no, it was still really interesting. And it's a very involved process, which is really cool. Did you do like the whole like chicken thing? Yeah. So that's the other thing with Zuni is that it's not, obviously we're talking a lot about the panzanella, but the chicken is so special because there's this process that they do mm -hmm. to ensure like the crispiest skin mm -hmm. for the roasted chicken. So it's like salting for... Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'll do it. However many days in the in the fridge. Yeah. So to make this really special Zuni's roasted chicken, yeah. what you do is you get, first you want to have a really good quality chicken. You want to get a whole chicken. It should be hopefully organic or like, um, like pasture raised. You don't want to get like a cheap chicken from like Ralph's, okay? No cheap chicken here. Um, and then what you want to do is you, once you get it, you like remove the gizzards and you're gonna really- Oh, you literally like got the full, full yeah. chicken. Yeah, yeah. I, I, didn't, I didn't like de-feather it or whatever. Um, <laughs> you killed the chicken in yeah. your kitchen. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, no, it was just like organic from like Whole Foods. But um, but then what you do is uh, you like, you kind of like loosen the skin and you shove thyme under the skin mm -hmm. and then you heavily salt it with salt and pepper. Um, and then you put it I in the fridge you. and you kind of like leave it uncovered for like about like uh, at least two days. And since 
refrigerators have like a circulating airflow, mm -hmm. it really dries things out, especially when there's salt on the skin of the chicken, it's gonna like extract moisture. Oh. So like when you take it out, it's like almost hard. And then, um, uh, and you just make sure no matter, even throughout the whole process, you kind of like damp it with towels or you dry it off with paper towels. And then you put it into, you got like a cast iron pan or like a hot roasting pan. You get it like scorching and you put the chicken on and then it's like, and then you put it into the oven right away. You roast it for 20 minutes with the breast side up, turn it over and do 20 minutes on the, with the, um, with the thigh side up. Mm -hmm. And then you flip it back over and do I haven't even done this. Yeah. I just like eat it. <laughs> and then you put the breast up for the last five minutes and then it's good to go. And like, you'll, you'll be shocked. Like the skin is so like puffed up yeah. and hard and, um, uh, hopefully she really was like a scientist. Yeah, it's Judy, and they literally have coined the term Judy Bird because of Judy Rogers. So oh, wow. they call it a Judy Bird, and a lot of people actually do this now to their turkey for Thanksgiving, because I mean that acts the same. Yeah. I mean it's a longer process because turkeys are so much bigger, but um, but yeah, I mean it's just like the crispy skin, which is what you're going for yeah. for any like poultry. Yeah, this is just like. A great method. Yeah, and like, cause I have like my yeah, my good? normal way to do um, chicken, and this is it, it. It has like a similar effect, but this was like a little bit more puffed and a little bit more crispy. Mm -hmm. So like, I'm gonna like really utilize it for in the future more. Oh, good. Yeah, I know it was weird because I was like, when he made me like give him a recipe, I was like, okay, but this is like takes like three days, you know. You know, and keep this in mind. This is for all recipes and all cooking. Any recipe mm -hmm. that's given to you is like a guideline. So like, if you season it and then cook it right away it's not going to taste bad it's still going to be crispy it's still going to be delicious yeah you don't have to do the whole two to three day thing it's just going to take it that little extra step even better yeah but like but if, you want to do it if you Come yeah you, you, you want to you want to try it but if you see the recipe and you're like three days never like your your life is not going to end to to yeah. um to either wait and do three days or just pop in them right away and eat it less crispy it's fine I already know this answer, but are you a dark meat or a light meat person? I am so a dark meat Same. person. Of course. I only really like- Only like dark meat, yeah. really. I can do like chicken breasts, like if I'm in a pinch or if I wanna like just have protein, but mm -hmm. no, like like the moist, like mm -hmm. dark meat, oh, it's so much better. I used to buy like packages of chicken breasts and kept them in my freezer and that was like all I would eat. I literally never buy chicken breasts anymore because mm. I'm just like, it's not even worth it. Like. There's so much more flavor and like juiciness in mm. dark meat. I, I like I get if you like the other thing. My dad's like a white meat through and through. Mm. I think there's I think, nothing like that. Well, I think there's people who like moisture and people who like um, uh, texture. Like dry. People yeah. who like dry. Well, yeah. Well, does he eat it with sauces or something usually? <laughs> he just only eats white meat. Okay, maybe that's a little <laughs> odd. Okay, he sorry, likes, Mr. Trader. Yeah, I know. I'm sure he's watching this. He only likes white meat, and he only likes steak well done. And I'm like, come on. I mean, he grew up in the Midwest. But you my do mom, too, right? Like, they're just well, like, no, the Midwest my mom, is so... My mom does that. I'm like, mom, she I'm like, like, really? You're ruining the food. She'll see an ounce of pink. She's like, I can't eat it. I'm can't, like, mom. Can't do duck. Like, can't do gamey. Like, uh, I'm just like, come on, dad. Come on. Well, he would eat okay. this, though, right? He's, he's great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's still great. Love you, dad. Love you, Mr. Traeger. But come on. Your food choices. <laughs> you gotta... Um, okay, so while we're still eating, let's kind of just like dive deeper into Alex, and this is where we kind of get deep. You yeah, want more wine? Yeah, wine for this. Do I know you or what? We're gonna get deep. You know, obviously, you've had like a really great last three years, and even before that, like you know, you've had like a really exciting, thrilling life. For sure. Um, but there's only 
a certain part of you that the public like would see right yeah. through instagram through whatever of course um what would you say is something that people would not know about you um or like you know what what are you like holding back like is yeah. there some, a side of you that's like very much more private yeah i mean <laughs> i had to burp again <laughs> so i try to remain like 100 percent myself mm-hmm. when i'm in videos on any of my channels um but i mean obviously social media is hard you see just a percentage of someone um that being said everyone always asks me how are you so happy all the time right why are you so happy all the time and it's just like not true like i'm not happy all the time yeah i'm a human being i do think i am a generally positive person like i do think maybe i'm generally look on the bright side more i do think i try to remain pretty positive but like in no way am i happy all the time and i don't want people to think that because Mm -hmm. you know i feel like it makes people feel bad if they're like why am i not this happy like Mm -hmm. and and it's not the case and i think a lot of people look at me and say like oh she must not have had a tough life she must not have had any problems and i'm like that's so not true like i've been through a lot you know, I've been through some really, really horrible times. Yeah. Um, going through hard stuff now. Still going through hard stuff now. But I think, like, I mean, the only way to process through those times and to get through those times is to laugh. Yeah. Like, I am just, like, someone who gravitates for laughter. Whether it's good or not, it's been my mechanism of coping. I would hate for people to think that I'm just happy all the time. And it's yeah. literally, like, the number one question I get. Yeah. I just don't want people to like feel bad about their own lives or yeah. feel bad about their own selves. Yeah. It does annoy me if people were to judge me and think like she's just some girl who hasn't had who's gotten everything handed to her right. and hasn't yeah. had any hardships yeah. and literally is just like lucky and coasting through life, which is like so not the case. Right. I was gonna say, like, obviously like, you know, you're one of like the main faces of Tasty and you know, there's a huge um following of people that like really just like adore you but like people don't people probably think that your job is only to be the face and they yeah. don't realize just how much work you do it's yeah. insane you know yeah. and like we had the same job but like you had like even like more like responsibilities in yeah. so many ways so like uh, and I would I could barely handle the job <laughs> yeah. I was doing you know so it's like it's really hard it's a lot of yeah. work and and so what let's like go into like what are some things that people um, maybe don't know you do at work. So what are some things that are like kind of more hidden? Yeah, I mean, I feel like, and like I am so grateful for my job. I'm yeah. so grateful for Tasty. I'm so grateful for everything that I have. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a tough job. It's yeah. not easy. I, you know, we as producers are, and the job has evolved in many ways. We've brought more people on to help alleviate the workload. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, ideating recipes which is hard because a lot of recipes are done so you have to come up with things that are new which is so hard in this day and age yeah coming up with the recipes testing the recipes shooting so cooking and shooting simultaneously which is really hard with operating two cameras on your own Mm -hmm. um you know fielding emails and everything that goes with a daily job meetings and making sure your schedule works out where you're able to shoot all your videos. Then you're editing, um, which takes a lot of time as well. Um, And you're 
ideating your next video while you're still finishing your last three videos. Doing reports on your videos that went out. Doing reports on your videos. Audience analytics. Like there's like so much that. Um, and then on top of that, I have this whole extra piece which has been so fun and so great and something that I've like actually gravitated to even more um, of like appearing in tasty videos which I actually don't produce all the videos that I've been most of the videos that I've been in I don't produce them I just am in them yeah. um, but that's still a huge time commitment because you're showing up and it's it's you know cooking something or doing a cooking competition which yeah. you've been involved in yeah. um, so appearances and then even just like maintaining my social presence is a full-time job yeah because you see like influencers who do that as a full-time job and I, I watch your insta stories and i get tired yeah it's hard. <laughs> it's hard it's like it's hard to be like on all the time yeah. and not that i am and i do take mm. time off but like there's so many moving pieces and sometimes my mind is in three million places yeah. at once yeah. um and i again am so grateful for it and i love it um, but it's but so draining sometimes because yeah. I'm like, how do you just keep up? It's impossible to to do everything, and sometimes I'm bad at delegating and yeah. like being like, I need help. Yeah. Um, but I'm Same. learning to ask for help, I guess, in, yeah. in more of the recent yeah. times. But yeah, no, it's so it's so fun, and I I learn so much, and that's what I love, and I and. I think what's so exciting is that I have like so many different jobs that like yeah. I don't get sick of one job because I'm doing so many different jobs. Yeah, like yeah. I was like I was gonna say like so for one, so now that you've learned like all the extra things that we used to do as tasty producers yeah. and and um, what our job was like when you see Alex like appreciate how much she's doing right like no, if, but you don't have to. <laughs> no, you should you should appreciate her and then but also just like yeah, I mean also, and, um, people see me goofing off and they think that's all I do and it's so not true. No, because you and are you are like, a business bitch. I hope Wait, so. I, I choked also, on that. <laughs> don't choke on that. No, business bitch, Alex Trager. <laughs> but also, it's like some of the comments I would get on Behind TC were like, "Who is this girl? She can't even do her job. Why did they hire her?" Yeah. And I would be like, "Oh, it's so frustrating to me because one." Behind Tasty, the whole point of it was for me to do something that I've never done and something and that's like insane. out insane and really hard and something that like is out of my like repertoire. Like, you know, yeah. like something that I having not been to culinary school yeah. wouldn't know how to do. And it was like the journey of figuring it out. Not only was I doing that process for like weeks at a time, I had to maintain my Normal. other work and my other, you know, jobs. Yeah. My main job. Yeah. Um so it was a lot, a lot of work. So majority of the comments were like so, so positive and I love all of you guys so much for that. And that was literally behind Tasty. I view it as like my start for all of this, this whole life. Mm -hmm. But yeah, those comments that were like, why they even hire this girl? She can't do anything. That, that is that is my trigger point. Those are the people that I'm like, you know nothing, Jon Snow. <laughs> That's the thing with this whole life, which is all very new to me, but like, there's trolls and there's, mm -hmm. you know, and like before it was like trolls on Tasty, which we were accustomed to. Yeah. But then being more public and being a face of Tasty, there's trolls on you. And yeah. that's just how and it it's is. it's like a personal. It's personal. It sucks. I do feel like I have like a thick skin. Yeah. But I mean, on some level, like how could that not affect you on some, yeah. in some way? But I always just, I'm like, 
they're just miserable yeah. and just want to break people down. Yeah. And well, I've also realized like a lot of um, people that leave mean comments, it's such a reflection of like they're just projecting what they're going through. So like, let's say if they say, yeah. oh, like let's let's think about something dumb like her eyelashes are stupid. It's because they probably are insecure about their own eyelashes, mm-hmm. you know, or whatever. So like they're just like it's like it is it has literally nothing to do with you. It's all about them so if you just you know block yeah. it out then like, you can move on with your life and it's still them suffering it's it's, it's still sure. them it's still them wishing they could do what you're doing yeah um it's like i don't but, want anybody to suffer but it's like it's yeah. also like dude we could all be friends like yeah. why leave me comments like why yeah make me feel bad because also you kind of get a perspective of like you think people who have like a little bit of a following or like a lot of bit of a following like then all of a sudden can They're not take yeah. this like onslaught on of, of like mean comments no. but it's like it's not the case and like I'm no like big name or big celebrity but like you get a taste of that and you realize like wow some people who are like huge celebrities and you think you could say anything about and it doesn't touch them it does it like, hurts yeah. it hurts so it's like you're human yeah. and anything like that would hurt and honestly what I always say is that like if you are going to say, if you say anything to anyone and you think you're like being original, like they have already said it to themselves. And A like, million times. I always say that the meanest person who's ever been mean to me is me, yeah. you know? And that's just the truth. And yeah. so like, just realize that like anything you've said, like I heard it. And I've I said it to myself. Are you like, trying to work through it and move and on? You gotta work through it. So it's like, why bring people down like that? Yeah. It's like, it's, there's just, it's not necessary. No. And I'm gonna eat my chicken. <laughs> Please do. Mm. But yeah, I just, I, we, I, I think like at that role, like I had to like remind myself that no matter what horrible video I was seeing or like, you know, I was against whatever the video was politically or I was angry at the person in the video or I thought it was stupid. I would still never leave a mean comment because I was like, what a waste of my own time. So like, it just it shows you that the people that are leaving negative comments, like, yeah, how desperate must they be? Yeah. To, I don't even know what for, for attention to yeah. like. Express and it also, opinion. I'll just note, I also really, really hate when people pit Rie and I against each other. You guys probably all know Rie. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe she'll be here mm-hmm. one day, but um, we are kind of like sisters at work like we're so close best friends like love her to death and there's some natural i guess thing that happens when people are like that and like we're doing the same role so we operate kind of in the same way and that's why we've gotten so close is because we kind of started around the same time we do the same role and we have sat next to each other for like years yeah and it makes me so frustrated when people feel like they need to pit us against each other because i'm like why like there's no reason like we're too although like we come together like bread and butter like we're two completely different people and there's no reason that like this competition thing it's like it doesn't exist and like i hate that people put it in the air or comment things and it's just it's really frustrating to me because i'm like no like especially like women against women it's always been such a classic like thing of like women have to hate each other and i'm like why can't you build each other like build us up as like counterparts who are great friends who love each other and lift each other up without having this like weird negative energy which I really dislike so that's another thing that I just 
I just burped again. <laughs> I just like. But yeah. Like, if Ray is watching this, she's going to see me burping and slap me on the face. She's like my mom. Oh. I have a lot of moms at Tasty. Hi, Rie. We love you. Hannah's my other mom at Tasty. I have a lot of moms at Tasty because everyone thinks I need a mom here. <laughs> They're like, Alex needs a mom. Yeah. I, you know what I think it is? And I think it's like people don't want to believe that any, any young person, but specifically women, can be successful, love what they do, and and, and then, lift each other and up lift each and be other happy up. for one yeah. another. Like yeah, but it's possible, and that's what the real world is. Yeah. And especially now, more than ever, like you don't have to just have one Uh-oh. woman in the room, one gay person in the room, mm. one black person in the room. Like we're all here to like do a job and mm. do it right. And I think you both are incredible at what you do, and obviously the world knows that. And so, if people are pitting you two against each other, guess who's gonna lose? Them. Them. Yeah. 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 It's true. Yeah. It's like I see those comments and I'm like, we see everything. We do see everything. I know. I think the best, most successful people in life are those that open up spaces and open doors for other people. Because then, because then you're the person that you know brought the new generation aboard. You're the you're the person that inspired people, and I think that's more long lasting than being like the best whatever in one room. Yeah. So yeah, um, we're all supportive here. (laughs) So. From this, we've learned, trust your gut, find a supportive group of people, don't take life too seriously. We've Mm-mm. also learned to um, not plan too much ahead, like go with the flow of life, and um, be your authentic self. Yes. So many great lessons from Alex. Yes. And laugh. And laugh. Just Enjoy laugh. life. Just laugh through it. Um, okay, so we are kind of ending towards, we're going towards the end of the dinner view. So sad, I could talk forever with you. Well, I know, we'll see, we always, we'll talk more after we cut. Oh. We always do. <laughs> like, usually they go for like another like three or four hours. Wait, no, no Yeah. Oh my god. Um, but, um, so, but every time, before we kind of get to the end, um, everyone who is before a- I get a, my greasy fingers and I put my hands all over your book. Well, so everyone who's an official dinner view's guest will- I love it. They sign the guest book. And so there'll be a space for you. Yeah, look and at then, all these people. Yeah, and then so Maya was my last guest, and she okay. asked you a question, okay? Oh, and then cool. you're gonna leave a, a question for our season two premiere person, which I'm hoping is Rie, but okay. she's like traveling a lot, so yeah. it could be a surprise. And Rie's a busy gal. She's busy, um, but we talk. We're talking. Okay. But Maya's question for you is: When you're feeling low, how do you pick yourself up? Also, you're beautiful and amazing. Maya. Oh my god, I love her. She's beautiful and amazing too. Maya's also hilarious. She's, I we talk crack about that. up at her stuff. Like, She's great. Go follow her. You're gonna love her. Sometimes interview. I like just DM her and I'm like, oh my god, this is so funny. Yeah. There have been like really dark times in my life where I have found a way to like laugh in little moments. Yeah. And sometimes that feels wrong, mm-hmm. but it always makes you feel a little bit better, even just for a moment. Yeah. And I think you start piecing together those moments and then they become your life. Yeah, because like, even if you're kind of faking a smile or yeah. putting on a laugh, like you're still exerting energy into yeah. making yourself feel positive. And I always say, they say something about like when you actually smile, it like... It's just like positive reinforcement. Yeah. There's always something to laugh at, yeah. you know? The world is funny and yeah. crazy. And I think that's so important. Like whether if you're in a low point now, there is always always like better days ahead yeah there's always better days ahead always look on the bright side yeah yeah well that's good good answer okay and then the last final thing is yes um if you could talk to like a younger alex traeger let's say maybe five seven years old oh god a what would you think of this dinner 
And then what would you say to yourself? If I was five, yeah. what would I think or, of this dinner? Or at whatever young age. I don't like chicken on bones. Yeah, five-year-old me would maybe not eat the lettuce. Got it. Yeah. No arugula <laughs> I would eat the bread. I'd eat the chicken. Pick through it. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and what advice for your younger self? Oh, advice for my younger self. You know more than you think you know. Whoa. You know more That's than a good you one. think you know. I think, like, especially for me, I've always been kind of silly and goofy, and maybe I play into being, like, wild and crazy and... Or childlike. More childlike? Myself. Yeah, maybe that's a good one. Um, but that's a good but don't take that for not being smart. Yeah. Because I do think I'm a very smart girl and I'm savvy and I'm strong-willed and stubborn and and that you should stop running into the street. Oh, was that <laughs> a problem? A crazy... Yeah, actually, I had a big problem running into the street. My mom, like... Imagine me, and then just imagine me as like a wild five-year-old who yeah. didn't know anything. Wow. I would just be running everywhere. Like, they call me the blonde blur because I was just like so hectic. And my mom was always like trying to make sure I wasn't running into the street. I could be a little bit safer. Safer. Yeah. I don't want to chill, but like maybe... Avoid you know. being hit by a car. Yeah, maybe that. Got it. There we go. <laughs> Perfect. There's been a few close calls. <laughs> Okay, well, that's really sweet. It's sad. I kind of am sad that this is ending. Well, honestly, honestly we're going to end it and then we'll talk more. We have okay. more wine. I have more wine up there. <laughs> you see? Oh my God, yeah, let's see. Yeah. Um, but no, it's been so fun. And good. like, I was looking forward to this for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. I've been I've been trying to get it working. Like literally when I saw your first episode, remember I texted you? I was yeah. like, oh my God, I want to be on it. Yes. It's like so fun. And obviously I get like my dream dinner. Yes. I Well, because I love cooking for you because you always get like really excited about it. Yeah, it, yeah, makes, it makes me feel so, good. I'm so excited about food. Um, but yeah, so thanks for coming. Thanks um, for of course, I gotta give you like your promo. So like, um, you have your uh, your Instagram is Major Traeger. You yeah. have a YouTube channel. I do. Please subscribe. Yes. What? What's like the is it the handle for the YouTube? Or? It's just Alex Traeger. Got you it. can find me. I I um I do more than food on my YouTube channel because yes. like that's my outlet for everything I want to do. Yeah. Um, which is like I just let I find so much joy in everything. So. Yeah. Cooking um, has been primarily on Tasty. I do do some food stuff on my YouTube channel, mm -hmm. but it's a little bit more... It's, it's more it's you. It's more sides of me. Yeah, yeah, it's more you, yeah. Although I do intend to like do more food on my YouTube channel. Okay. Because I feel like I don't do enough. Mm -hmm. But Well, now you have friends who can help you out. I know, right? I know, I should have um, vlogged this whole thing. Uh, <laughs> Next time. Um, Okay, well, amazing, and that's basically it. So Thank we'll we'll we'll, you we'll, so much. we'll drink some more, and yeah. thanks for coming, and we'll Cheers talk to more. That. Cheers. Cheers to the season finale. Season finale. I hope it cracked up to everything you wanted it to be. It's no Game of Thrones finale, but it's not Game of Thrones. It's it's our own little finale. Um, Thank you, and for everyone who's watched through this whole season. I honestly don't even know. Oh yeah, you have to do like a, I have yeah, a little wrap up. So yeah, yeah. so season wrap up. Yeah, basically. Um, I've wanted to do this show since I was an intern at Tasty. Yeah. Um, and no one believed in it, no one believed in me, but I thought it was a really good idea. And it wasn't until I bought all my own equipment and made the time yeah. to do it. He's everything. I'll have to like show an image of all the, what's behind <laughs> the camera. But it wasn't until I invested in myself that the goal that I wanted to happen actually came into fruition. And even in the beginning when I was like, 
kind of asking for people to be a part of it. They were like, oh, I don't really know. But it wasn't until like I just did it. Yeah. And then it started to roll and people wanted to be a part of it and people were yeah. asking about it. And now it's like something I'm really, really proud of. And so as like you're growing up like and going into your next ventures, yeah. I'm really excited just for you to find something that brings you a lot of joy that's yeah. your own, that you can yeah. own. And um, I'm excited for you. I'm excited for this show. And for those of you who have watched and like made it through these 11 episodes with me, um, I, I read every comment. I see all the messages you send to me that you like. You listen to it while yeah. you are um, riding on your way to school. I've heard like you're carpooling to work and you listen with your friends. I've heard people like talk about they um, while they're cooking for their family. That's listen to awesome. it. Yeah, so just like thank you. Maybe for... Maybe I should stop listening to murder and more like... this. <laughs> hey, I'll take it. <laughs> but um, thanks for supporting me. There's more to come, and thanks for allowing me to make this dream happen. Cheers to that. Cheers to that. Okay, uh, interview season one, we're out. Cheers, bye guys. No, you have to chug. Chug it? Okay. Here we go. <laughs> Wait, I'll do it. Ready? Three. Wait, wait. I'm driving home so I can know. Oh, okay. I'll do you it. You can chug. Three, two, one. He did it. Wow. Matthew Francis is even more wild than I am. Just kidding. I don't think anyone can talk that <laughs> I thought you.